3: the money.
0: That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
3: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss
2: and Polly Howard on v
1: First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit v slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. The Flores story is incredible. Uh, the He's doing the rounds as well. He was on Good Morning America. Uh, or is it what CBS Morning? Whatever it is, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he said Stephen Ross attacked the integrity of the game by trying to pressure me to purposely lose games. Standing up to him cost me my job. He was offered a hundred thousand dollars for each loss Ross wanted to lose. Right out of the movie Major League, and uh, also, uh, that was Ross set up a meeting with a quarterback. It is reported it was Tom Brady, who was still under contract with the Patriots, and Flores turned around and walked away when he tried to set that meeting up.
4: Well, now he's also telling people today that the in-person interview with the Giants was a total sham. Like, he had no chance of getting the job.
1: Yeah. And then you see the Belichick text as well, Mm -hmm. which would back his case up. What, What is it called? The the accidental, accidental text on, on purpose, purpose, okay, which is just a brilliant
4: right. episode of Kirby enthusiasm. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. And it if Belichick pulled this off, yeah, get back at the league for what they've done to the Patriots. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But it, anyways, that was uh, that's to look at those texts, and he had the wrong Brian. And, oh, they're three days before his interview. Yeah, right. they're going with Dable. And then other coaches also
4: that. reached out and said, "We wow. have the receipts yes. as well. If he wants us to go to war with them." Oh God. So Flores, no, like he's never going to coach again. He's uh, gonna no, be no. he's gonna be blackballed from the league, but he's like this is too important. Yeah, and he's a young guy. He's thro-
1: basically throwing his coaching career away in the trash. At the NFL level, yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he right. just won eight of his last nine games and was uh, let go. So, but for the league to come out after two minutes without merit, okay. Oh, that it's was something just, else. Yeah, the thing's like fifty isn't fifty eight pages or something, right? Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah.
4: All right, so. Circus Sports, where we broadcast this show from every single day. They're also located in other states like Colorado and Iowa. So they have their Super Bowl squares that you can bet on. Just go to the app. You can find that They have their first, second, third, and fourth quarter squares. Everybody loves Super Bowl squares. How do you not? And then the beauty of this is you get to bet on the numbers that you want to bet on. And then they just offer fixed odds on that and then they tinker with them depending on where the money's coming in and I think it's brilliant, right? Um, I don't think a sports book in Las Mm -hmm. Vegas has ever offered this before. And I think they're wildly popular. Um, So I went back and looked specifically like at the first quarter yesterday of every single Super Bowl in history Um, because like halftime landing spots, they're extremely random, especially just going back like the last 10 years. But for what it's worth, the most common First quarter landing spot in Super Bowl history. I'm talking about for square betting, right? 0-0 has hit 14 times in 55 games. Now, that could be scoreless or it could be 10-0. It doesn't matter. It's 0-0. It's for squares only we're talking about here. It's happened 14 times. So the math on that, 14 out of 55 times equals 25.4%. That money line translates to plus 294 to land 00. They were offering plus 425 on 00 yesterday. Now I would also say it's a 55 game sample size and randomness mm-hmm. absolutely does happen. So I would not just be running to, and I bet it for I bet it small yesterday. But I put a small bet because I think it's going to be low scoring in the first quarter anyway. And I also bet no touchdown in the
1: first quarter at plus 250. But Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I First quarter under again. Eh, we'll call it a road game for the Bengals. Can sure. Go 11 why not, up? right? Right, right, right. Can we, can we get the lunacy in the first quarter again? You mentioned it with Johnny. We've had uh, the Patriot Giants Super Bowl, the first one, and then the Seattle-Denver get that safety first quarter right. of the game. Can he get a safety in the first uh, quarter? That's right.
4: Now here, because 0-0 zero, zero means both teams are going to score that 0, mm-hmm. and that, that obviously makes some sense. Now, it's landed 3 nothing, ten times, but then you have to bet it both ways. You have to bet Bengals 3 right. nothing, and then Rams 3 nothing, and it gets a little yeah. bit well, trickier there.
1: That's a great thing about circle. You can get as many squares as you like. Absolutely. You choose different squares for each quarter. Each quarter, uh, each square within each quarter has its own odds. And you choose your own squares and last-digit combos. So it's not like when, God, I think I was, the first one I remember was Raiders-Washington. Uh, when it, Marcus Allen went nuts, and I'm a young kid, and everyone, I go, what's a square business everyone's doing? Oh yeah. throwing money into a pot. I oh. mean, yeah, that you draw it out of a hat. Here, you get to pick your square. That was
4: I was at my uh, grandpa's house that day, and he's sitting on his recliner, and there's a bunch of people over at his house for the game. That's the first like recollection I have of something like this. He's screaming, he's falling off his recliner, and he had this like really loud. Um, this his laugh was like outstanding, and people just like really. Uh, thought he was a great guy and everything. But anyway, he was screaming from his recliner, it's rigged! It's rigged! Because when, like, Marcus Allen broke off that touchdown, he <laughs> lost his square. And I was, like, looking at my mom and dad, what does rig mean? What is that? <laughs> He's going crazy. Uh, 7 nothing. It? the landing spot there eight times. Anyway, so it goes, and you'll notice some of these, like, random scores, right? Like, it's been 7-4 twice, 7-7 seven, seven, three times. It's been 6-4 once, but that was 14-6, obviously, We've had an eight nothing one time. I mean, how random is that? That was the Seahawks Broncos game where it was eight nothing into the first quarter, and we had that Eagles Patriots game from a couple of years ago was nine three into the first quarter, and that game the squares actually it was two two at halftime because it was twenty two to twelve at halftime. Oh God! I mean, that's that's come on with how random that is. I also went back and looked at historical point spreads because this point spread is forty eight and a half, and I compared it to other games in that range. The first 17 Super Bowls minus Super Bowl one because I couldn't find a total on that. So basically <laughs> Super Bowl 2 through 18, they had a total below 48 and a half. However, 15 of the last 17 Super Bowls had a total of 46 and a half plus and the average total going back the last 17 Super Bowls has been 50.01 points. And we've had a lot of unders or zero zeros in that time. And also...
1: Oh, the, the, crazy, the craziness about that was a lot of those games are Patriot games. Oh, yeah. And Patri- and, and Brady and Belichick couldn't score in the first quarter. That really turned it into a nuts. great betting angle. Yeah. They couldn't score. Yep. So, based
4: on the game this year, with that first quarter total of 10... Again, in the history of the Super Bowl, this is every single game. And if you go back and look again, like from Super Bowls 2 through 18, the totals were like low 30. So it's like 33, 34, like every single game, whatever. Game has changed, right? Mm -hmm. But the under 10 points in Super Bowl history is 30, 15, and 10. 10 pushes. So 10 times it's landed exactly on 10. With Super Bowl first quarters, when the game has a total of 48 or higher, the under is 10, 6, and 5 going back. And then if you want to look at history of landing spots as well throughout the entire thing, you can do quarter-by-quarter quarter breakdowns. But, again, it gets more random as the game goes on. So, anyway, based on that, small bet on plus 425, just to have some something to root for there in the first quarter. But I did make a bigger bet on a no touchdown first quarter at plus 250 I found yesterday.
1: Well, changing the rule, too. Uh, interesting bet. But changing the rule as well, uh, moving the uh, extra point back that also – could let, get some chaos and some weird scores Sure, with the squares. Well, based on that, I mean, Paul. I mean, the Dagostowski a couple of years ago, but not to mention it's a great prop, too. Well, it'll be a missed extra point in the Super Bowl, but if something happens there, then you're forced to go for two probably later in the game. You get an oddball score, on and on and on. That's why
4: if you want to look at squares based on using the number six, would that make some sense? Yeah. Like if you want to go six nothing, six three, six six. 7-6, something like that. Yes. If one of the teams misses a first quarter extra point, you're going to get a huge payout then with the with the squares. Much better than 0-0, zero, zero, obviously. But then again, then you got to bet it both ways because will McPherson miss the extra point? Yeah. Probably
1: not. Yeah, I think he's only missed two on a year. That's it, yeah. Yeah. And he's been
4: steady Eddie here. He's been on a roll. Maybe that's the way you do I it then. Maybe, maybe you approach it like Gade's going to yeah. miss the extra point. Could, yeah. Right? Gade can do it. It's 7-6 Bengals or mm-hmm. it's 6 nothing Rams into the first quarter. If they in case they do yeah. score a touchdown and they miss that thing, eh, maybe.
1: Uh, you think there'll be a lot of punts? Some punts? Like Hecker to have a touchback is seven to one. My initial thought on this game
4: is that it's going to be lower scoring.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I would based on that, then yes, I could see what what'd you say Hecker was? Seven to one to have a touchback. He'd, he'd be a good bet, too. See, William Hill always puts that up well, a drive start inside the That's five
4: right. yard That's line. Right. He's great at pinning people. Well, let me let me break out some of these numbers. As I told you, I was looking at alt unders. And here's what I found yeah. yesterday. This is for the game now, the total. Under nineteen and a half is 140 to one. <laughs> Under 21 and a half is ninety to one. Under 23 and a half is 42 to one. Under 25 and a half, can you can we get a 14 10 score? Yeah. That's 30 to 1. Or would you be stunned if we get a repeat of the Rams Niners yes. game and this game goes twenty to seventeen? No, no, twenty seventeen yeah, final score.
1: Uh, well, surprised, not okay, not stunned, surprised. Let me find that one for you. Um, but oh, if, if that happens, then that's then the MVP thing really opens up. Absolutely, then it you're does. taking the quarterbacks out. As far as I'm concerned, quarterbacks are out. It's up for grabs. Under thirty seven
4: and a half is plus three sixty on this game. I want to find. Um, And I have not yet. I'm looking for alternate first half unders.
1: They weren't great against the Raiders offensively. They scored 19 points against Tennessee, were sacked nine times, and uh, intercepted Tannehill three times. They plus plus three in a turnover battle. Yep. Scored 19 points. They didn't do much in that game. No, I I can see. It was a long pass to Chase, which was a lot of yak. But this was, uh, yeah, so it's not, can't totally dismiss that. You could get a funky score in a. It just stays under the total.
4: How about this? How about a nice, juicy return on neither team yeah. scoring 20 points? Plays out. Yeah. McPherson kicks a bunch of field goals. They walk out of yeah. there 19-16 again like Tennessee. Drive stall down, yes. Um, Stafford on throws a couple a of, of INTs. Yes.
1: Yeah.
4: Let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll recap the betting action from last night. Boy, just a huge upset again. Oh, Oh, God. Uh, All things considered, we'll run down the details and the numbers for you on that coming up next.
1: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check
3: out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can
2: they? Loser! You're a loser.
3: Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some.
1: All right, here we go. The Devils, winner again. Goal in the first ten. Yes, sixteen in a row. Took two minutes and thirteen seconds. 16 in a row and 18 of 19. Panthers goal in the first 10 minutes. That happened in less than a minute. The yes is on a 17-2 run in Panther games. Avalanche, eight unders in a row in the first period. And your big boy, Arizona, plus 445. Colorado had won 18 in a row at home. They scored with less than a minute left and won in a shootout. Incredible. These prices. I mean, the Knights went off at 440. Against Buffalo, and then yeah. the Colorado, like the third time in the last couple of weeks, has been at least a six-dollar favorite. NBA favorites went six and one straight up in ATS last night. The Warriors, the dog plus two twenty-five. They opened the favorite, but more on that coming up. Creighton money line plus four fifty shocked UConn. Old Miss money line plus five fifty, One at LSU. Suns thirty-one and zero and leading. After three quarters, coffees for closers. Incredible. Bulls magic over, 220 up to 223. 126-115. Pelicans, plus one and a half, went off a two and a half point favorite, beat the Pistons by 10. Lightning, minus 290 up to 340, beat the Sharks in overtime. And the Golden Knights, 380 up to 440, beat Buffalo. Also scored uh, 30 seconds in. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, for our radio and podcast friends as well. Good dog videos to start here. Just a little uh, cozy up in front of the fire, right? Two dogs here, cheek to cheek, ear to ear. And they come in, and really? the owner snaps a photo, takes a camera, rolling. <laughs> Got the paws, uh, the paws inter-twined. Yes, right. Good work, intertwined, right. Right in front of the fire. That is something. Never seen that before. No. Or you've seen this You snout, you said, in the first time around. The dog putting the nose right in there and, mm. and sniffing the snow. Get a, yeah, yep. get in there. Yeah, good. Volume up. He's digging deep. Well, you, What's going you on? Make, the, <laughs> make the drive
4: with Jordan, your beagle. Uh-huh. Take him 45 minutes away <laughs> to Mount Charleston. Get him out of the car. Let him run in
1: the snow. You're going to see the happiest dog of your life. Yeah, okay. They love it. Okay. I shall try that. Very good. And this is uh, 506 at Caesars. Boy, I mean, I guess this happens every night because it's, it's so it's uh, all over the place. But a 13-leg parlay cached at Caesars. On a fifty-dollar bet, it was in Louisiana. Ninety-four thousand. There's only a couple money lines on there, and they're not uh, the highest one. Is two ten, I think. Yeah, $250,000. Oh, there's a two fifty. Crazy. Fifty to win ninety-four thousand. That on the heels of Sunday, the twenty-dollar bet to win five hundred and seventy thousand. The guy bet the exact score of both games. Oh, that was something in else. the NFL. Oh, yes, it was. Can't. I still can't get over that. Lose some. The Spurs plus three, then went off a six-point favorite as the Warriors sat everybody. And they blew it in the fourth quarter. And they lost by four. So if you were early to the dance, you still got beat. And by
4: the yeah, Paul, they led the yeah. entire game. They also led by a point with 40 seconds.
1: Oh. And they can't cover. It. Colorado, 520 up to six dollars. Lost to Arizona. Still have been lost at home in regulation since October 26th. Which is something. And that's also a bad beat on that game because they gave up uh, a goal with 40 seconds left. Lose some. The Stan Van Gundy tweet. Since the Kings, Sacramento Kings fired Rick Adelman. In the 16 seasons since they let him go, they've had 11 head coaches. They've made five in-season coaching changes and have never finished 500. They're going through another bad season, too. They were always in the playoffs and contenders with that guy. Sure.
4: And they always, well, they had so much talent back then. And since then, they, I mean, go, you want to be. Go back and look at the history of the NBA draft over the last 20 years, and the players that they have taken in the first round, and the players uh, they have whiffed
1: on. Jimmer,
4: it's so sad. And Thomas Robinson, kid? like number yeah. five
1: overall. Who's the kid from Michigan? Stauskas. Stauskas. Ben another. McLemore. Uh, it's
4: one after another, and you're like, oh, really? Well, then this like 10-time All-Star went two picks behind him. Yeah. It's just player after player, year after year.
1: Yeah. One more loose some. Um, L.A. Woman. 1968. Clark County police arrested this individual for public drunken. In front of the Pussy Catagogo on the Strip, there, there he is, Mr. Mm. Morrison. There, look at that vintage Vegas, right there. That is excellent. Mm. Yep, win some, lose some. Where'd I put it? Damn, I lost it. Brought to you by Bet Rivers, 100% first deposit match bonus code 250 match. Get down on the Super Bowl. Already a plethora of props up. How about time on the clock? Uh, time of the last play run in the game. That's good. Will the last play of the game be a kneel down by the quarterback? Yes, is minus well, one ninety. I mean, on. there's a ton of stuff up already at Bat Rivers. Great hold on. Job so, like, guys. the last time they're going to take a snap? What's how much time on? A, yeah, the clock. So, how do they break that uh, down yeah. then? Like, it's like zero to ten seconds, ten to twenty. How no, much the, the clock? Fact? Not the game clock. Like time in the time in the game. No, no clock. Like what time? Like nine oh, yeah. fifteen Eastern. Oh my God. So, well, that's yeah. Oh jeez. But okay. they did. Will it be before or after? I think it's listed at 9.15. And the game starts at 6.30 9, Eastern? Whatever it is, 9.30 Eastern, whatever they put up there as well. <laughs> wow. I, I saw should, that going. They should on. do that with the play clock, though, too. Sure, yeah. Last snap. Yes, excellent. That's really a degenerate bet, I think, by the way. <laughs> <That's> good stuff. <laughs> yes, it is. That is good stuff. And uh, Johnny Avello got back to us. Fat man touchdown is up. 22-1 to will an offensive lineman score. Successful onside kick. Is twenty five to one. Mm. And a quarterback to throw for four hundred yards, I think, was listed and also four touchdowns. Yeah. That's already up to. And this is uh oh boy, Led Zeppelin when the levy breaks. Now Hugh Jackson. Uh Hugh Jackson responded to a tweet about the Flores case by saying Brown's owner Jimmy Haslam was happy while we kept losing, and then wrote, Trust me, it was a good number. In response to someone who said Haslam wasn't offering a hundred thousand dollars per loss, they took it. Did Hugh say that he took the money? Well, he went one and thirty-one over his first two seasons, and they were an absolute train wreck. Oh mama, oh boy, he was fired after a two-five and one start in two thousand eighteen. He went one and thirty-one yeah. his first two seasons. Now he's saying that uh, it was a big number that was uh, encouraged to lose too. Oh boy, Goodell's is going to be
4: loving this, isn't yeah. he? And Michael Silver with a tweet earlier today, who used to work for the NFL network, this I'll give you some perspective here. He doesn't work there anymore, and maybe he's doing this, saying this for a reason. But Michael Silver tweeted out Ah uh, boy, where is it now?
1: Well, you're looking for that yeah. pro football talk two minutes ago, Jim Harbaugh heads to Minnesota with the goal of getting the Vikings to give him the job. Is he gonna take it? Yeah. Okay. Well All if right. it's offered, yeah. All right. And this is certainly what happened yesterday. It blows things up for Miami. <laughs> I mean, Harbaugh to Miami looked like that was going to happen. And now with this Ross business.
4: Here's the Michael Silver tweet. Again, he points out, I used to work for NFL Network. Let me tell you something that is almost certainly true in the wake of the Flores lawsuit. Bleeps are puckered so tightly in that office and in the league office that higher-ups will barely be able to function Watch how timidly they cover this. And this will be all over every other network, mainstream media. But he's saying NFL network, yeah,
1: probably not so much. Charles Robinson, Yahoo. The Flores lawsuit against the NFL is going to resonate throughout sports and be a significant moment in the history of the league. I've spoken to two other coaches who believe they have the receipts to be part of the class. This could be a tsunami before it's all over. Then you have the Hugh Jackson tweet. Well, the offering money to lose is just...
4: That, that, to me, was the biggest takeaway
1: for... What's Ross thinking? Uh, I don't know what he's doing. It okay. never occurs to Ross, if I fire this guy, he has dirt on me? Yeah, yeah. And imma- well, I guess he never thought, because it, it would end his career. Imagine but. somehow, some way, if that's recorded, however,
4: voicemail... Text, whatever. Text, Emails. email, whatever it is. Oh. oh, he's done for. Done for. Come on. By the way, plenty of feedback today. FTM at When we brought... All we did was simply bring up the fact that the T-Wolves... Are four games back on their 65 to one to win that division. Uh, Listeners and viewers went to bet it books were moving it like that. They could, they try to get down on 60, 65 to one drop to 33 to one drop to 40 to one, just like that. Mm. So, and this is from Bill Hooker. We brought up Valentine's day because Cincinnati is the day after the Super bowl lands on Valentine's day and the city of Cincinnati said school's going to be off teachers, kids take it off, whatever we brought up how Valentine's day is just a total hoax. Uh, (laughs) Bill Hooker's, it's, it's it's a scam. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. He emailed my wife, R.I.P. Was a well, this is his, here are his yeah. words, stereotypical fiery redhead. If you pissed her off, she would mother bleep you, one side up and down the entire time. She was also reasonable, logical, and was perfectly happy going out to dinner the day before Valentine's Day.
1: As it should be. Yeah, you were correct. Yes, is yes, like,
4: yeah. Uh, getting ready to watch the big game. We want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans on championship weekend. We'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live game, a big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Up next, Jay Bellis is going to join the program. He had the uh, Auburn, Alabama game last night, and the Tigers looked awesome yet again. Uh, So many teams are very good at the top this year. Which team has the highest ceiling in college hoops this year?
2: Follow the money on v
3: the sports betting network.
4: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington DC. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk some college basketball now with the great Jay Billis who was on the Alabama-Auburn game last night. Jay, uh, thanks for the time today. We really appreciate that. And boy, That was quite the performance from Bruce Pearl's club last night. Are they good enough to win the entire thing this year?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're one of maybe eight teams or so that I would say are are title favorites. Uh, As you guys know, it's a little bit of a different year this year uh, relative to last year. I mean, obviously, the crowds are back. But uh, last year, I thought that Gonzaga and Baylor were the best teams from from the beginning and, uh, and absent the COVID pause that Baylor went on, they likely would have been undefeated. Each of them going into the, uh, the national championship game. We, we don't have two teams or one team even that's that powerful yet. Uh, but we have, we have, I would say eight and you know, that number could fluctuate to maybe nine or 10, who knows? So maybe six, but, uh, um, you know, it's a little more, um, equitable this year at the very top and really when I look at it the key is you know who can you know can you beat the best teams and and can you win six games in a row if you can't do it during the regular season it seems kind of hard to believe that yeah. you can do it in the postseason but Purdue you know Purdue is one of those teams too that uh, that man they're 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 legit
4: yep no question no I think that that was probably the Tigers a game last night they were so good both halves they won by nineteen over a good Alabama team. I saw them beat Kentucky in a totally different way in the second half when they were also very good. But I also watched Kentucky's A game against Kansas and they were phenomenal. Like so when all these teams, are like the eight teams that you that you that number that you threw out there, if they all bring their A game on the same day, like whose A game is the best or who has the highest ceiling, you think, this year?
3: Yeah, that's that's the big question, is because I don't know that there is somebody that uh, you could say, okay, well, when they play their best, they're the best team. I think those eight uh, have proven they're capable of beating absolutely anybody. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so, you know, if you put Kentucky and Auburn together and they play their very best, it's a coin flip and maybe an overtime game uh, where one play can decide it. You know, Kentucky in that game against Auburn, it was at Auburn. Uh, Kentucky wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were up nine or 10 when Ty Ty Washington, their great freshman, went down with an ankle injury. So they played without him the Mm -hmm. remainder of the game. And they've actually lost a couple games that way. Uh, I did their game at LSU when Xavier Wheeler got hit by a a pick in the backcourt or maybe just across half court and nobody called it out. And and he was out for a few games Uh, and they, you know, they wound up losing that one, but uh, but they're they're older. This is the oldest team Kentucky's ever had, which is a little bit of a, a departure for John Calipari, who's had young teams every year, it seemed, seems like. And then, you know, this year he's got a whole bunch of transfers and older guys, so he doesn't have to teach them how to shave or, you know, be on time <laughs> or anything. You know, they got, yeah. they got that down, so it's kind of nice for him.
1: <laughs> what what, what does it mean to be uh, finally back in person with college game day? after the first time in almost a year, and then what do you expect Saturday with that environment and atmosphere and what it'll mean to Coach Kate?
3: what well, it was fun. Uh, you know, we hadn't been on the road last year for obvious reasons, and uh, it, so getting back on the road for the first time since the 2020 season, I think the last time we were at a site was at Dayton uh, when they had Obi and that great team, and cool. then the season got called two weeks wow. later. Um, at the AC, I was at the ACC tournament, but everything shut down, and, and everybody remembers how how difficult that was. But, um, you know, I mean, you look at it from a selfish perspective that it was great for us. Uh, it made our jobs more fun. I mean, I, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but I was trying to explain to a friend of mine, like how, how it was last year calling games when nobody was in the arena and, 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 you know, he knew what it was like to watch him. It was a different experience. Mm-hmm. I said, it, it was kind of like going to a comedy club, but nobody was in there. I mean, the comedian put on a great show and it yeah. was just as funny, but you, you don't tend to laugh as loud when you're by yourself and uh, it's not as good of a communal experience. But when it, with the energy of a crowd like the players love that and, uh, and it certainly makes it more fun to watch um, and, and to participate in. So that, that was sort of the feeling is it, is you had that extra juice, that extra energy of, of being uh, with other people that care about the game as much as you do.
0: Yeah,
4: that's, that's a great answer, yes, Jay. it is. It's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Jay Billis, our guest. So, like, Coach Ik, you know, he announced that this was going to be his final year a long time ago, but he knew, right, that the team that he was putting together this year was going to be loaded, and I think at the beginning of the year, he maybe caught some people by surprise about how good they actually are and how much talent, like, this team actually has with, like, maybe future NBA players. How deep of a run can his final team go on this year?
3: Well, they're really good. They're one of the eight teams that I okay. talked about or mentioned that, that they're, they're, they're legit. They can, they can win it. Um, they've got a, a number of sophomores and juniors that are, are talented. that came back after getting beaten up a little bit last year. They didn't, you know, they didn't make the tournament field, but had some good moments toward the end. Uh, and, and this year um, they're, you know, they're not a juggernaut. They're not as good as their, you know, 2015 team that had, Uh, you know, Okafor and Jones and, and Winslow uh, that won it. um, But, but they're good enough to win it. And they've got a superstar in, in Palo Bancaro and they've got a freak, you know, freak in the middle with Mark Williams, who's kind of like Walker Kessler from Auburn. He he blocks or changes everything around the rim. And when you have somebody like that, uh, along with good guards that can put some pressure on the ball, they're kind of old school defensively. They'll get out passing lanes, kind of, Choke off your offense, push it further out of the floor. They're good enough, but but having some some younger players, um, you know, you, you kind of never know. They've had some issues on the road, which a lot of teams do, but um, you know they've only lost three times, and all the games have been one possession games down at the end. So um, they've, been, you know, it's not like they've been blown out or anything. There, they're, it's not been that kind of that kind of year. But mm-hmm. they're they're very very talented.
4: So Jay, you can. You know, in, in our world, you can bet on who is going to win the Wooden Award as the nation's best player in college basketball. Uh, at the top of the board right now, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin and Oscar Shibway from Kentucky. If you like voting on it, like if the, if the award had to be voted on today, who would you give the award to as of this minute? And then, like, who do you actually think wins like, when they announce it in April?
3: I think it's going to be the same answer for for both of the questions. For me, it's Oscar Shibway of Kentucky, um, and and Johnny Davis is a stud. I mean, he's a he's a great player, and he he's gone from being a bit player last year, where he averaged probably seven eight points a game, to being you know a twenty point a game scorer. And yeah, I mean, he put thirty seven on Purdue, mm-hmm. uh, and and basically you know won the game for him against a a better team. Purdue's a better team but Cheboy doing something that we haven't seen in 15 years or so uh, maybe longer um you know, he's already had five 20 rebound games uh, which the last two players to do that in in the college game were Tim Duncan at Wake Forest in the, the mid 90s i think it was 96 and wow. then Blake Griffin did it in the early 2000s at Oklahoma and you know it kind of shows you what kind of accomplishment it is he's averaging last time I looked, I mean, I had their game last week, but last time I looked, he was averaging over 15 rebounds a game and over five and a half offensive rebounds. And he's really responsible for more rebounds than that because he keeps the ball alive when he can't grab it. And then other teammates wind up grabbing it. But he's got more offensive rebounds than any Kentucky teammate has total rebounds, which is, is a stunning statistic, but Jeez. you know, so if you're like Keon Brooks or something and, and your coach looks at, you and said, how come you're only averaging four or five rebounds a game? I mean, you're, you're a great athlete. You just had 27 against Kansas. And, he's, and he goes, Oscar gets them all. Right, like right. what am I going to do? <laughs> all right. Um, uh, it, it's really, it, he's had an amazing year. And, uh, and you know, I, I just, when you do something that's, Historic, you know, historic in nature that you just don't see. I, I tend to think it gives you a little bit of a leg up, and and it yeah. certainly doesn't hurt having the spotlight at Kentucky to, for your candidacy.
4: That definitely makes some sense. We'll close on this again. We started with the game that you were on last night, so let's close with it here in the final like minute that we have. You watched him play again last night. Do you think Jabari Smith is the number one overall pick in the draft?
3: I do, yeah. Um, Paolo Banquero uh, of Duke would be the other one that I would say would buy for that. I mean, Chet Holmgren at, at Gonzaga is uh, really good, but those two are, are more built for the current NBA, in my view. Um, but Smith, you don't find 6'10 guys with that sort of smooth game and his ability to shoot it from distance, mid range. He can shoot over you. He, he's a magnificent jump shooter. And the funny part is, he's just scratching the surface of how good he's going to be. He's going to become a much better ball handler. He's good already, but it'll be much better. And he's going to get bigger and stronger. That frame can carry more yep. strength. And uh, I mean, the last guy I can remember shooting it like he does is Durant. Now, he's not Durant. I'm not saying he is. Durant averaged 25 a game. That mm-hmm. dude was the real deal and, and clearly proved that. But he—I he, mean—mentioning him with Durant is not unfair. Like the guys, Bruce Pearl said he's the best player he's ever coached, and uh, and that's saying something because he's coached some great players. Good
4: question, Jay. Thanks so much for the time. Love talking to you, and uh, like really enjoy the weekend and Coach K's final trip to, to Chapel Hill.
3: I will. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate it.
4: You got it. Take care. Thank up you. next, in pocket plays, we'll go shopping for Super Bowl MVP numbers.
2: The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game.
1: Someone gives you ten thousand to one on anything, you take it, take it,
0: take it. I bet you twenty bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Nope. Five to one. No. Nope. Ten to one. You're up.
1: Oh,
4: time for our in pocket plays. Uh, the MVP bets that I have so far. I'm fading the quarterbacks, which could be yeah. a losing proposition as they tend to win this award in this big game. But uh, some of the numbers, I just I couldn't refuse. Um, Aaron Donald, 25 to one. Found him yesterday. Uh, Joe Mixon, 40. Von Miller, 50. And Evan McPherson, 150 to one. I don't want to miss out on if they win this game. Something like 1916, and this guy has four field goals, and two of them are from 50 yards. I could see him winning, and at 150 to one, that's worth this, that's worth the bet to me. And I want to add Cooper Cup, but I want to see if I can find you know the best number possible. I haven't done that yet. And I uh, bet this yesterday.
1: You think you can do better than seven to one?
4: I don't know what they're going to open okay. here. Yeah. They they are, some numbers here will like be eye opening. I bet. They, Interesting. They yeah, might, might they might open McPherson 200 to one here. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So. I bet this yesterday, no touchdown in the first quarter is plus 250. And I'm looking right now, Paulie. The first quarter does have a total of 10. This is at one book in town, but the under is minus
1: 170 now. It's 170? Yeah. Eh. What, what are you doing? The devil thing again? Wow. The devil first 10? Yeah. It's a key, key number. It's an enormous 10 there. It's big. Big difference between that nine and a half. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ten and zero on the road this year. Bengals first quarter unders. Giddy up. Islanders to win in regulation. Minus 115. I will take I take cup seven to one Uh-oh. MVP. Uh-oh. Yep. Chase 18. 18's a good number. Bet Rivers does offer well a wide receiver win at three to one, but that's just I can't get there with Higgins or that's no cup or chase for me. Is always be shopping, always be shopping, and McPherson as well. If you missed it yesterday, beautiful breakdown. Uh, Peter King going to bat for McPherson, and I think, uh, he's no doubt he's a huge weapon, and that this guy can hit from 50 no problem and might get multiple 50 yard field goals in the in the Super Bowl. Uh, as soon as Peter King hangs up, Brady retires, and the Flores news later in the day, my god, in pocket presented by Bet River's your Hometown Book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Some other interesting props at BetRivers. Uh, quarterback to win the MVP minus 280. On a losing team, 50-1. to 1. Will a kick hit the upright or crossbar, 4-1? to 1. Game tied after 0-0. Yes, minus 125. Scoreless quarter plus 360. Two-point conversion plus 250. Burrow to lose a fumble. The fumble. Minus, to lose a fumble. Minus, uh, excuse me, plus 410. We got an email on that saying that Burrow does not fumble the ball. Well, th- th- yeah. You a it's b- also bad offensive do- line. Well, Donald, done. yeah, Donald hits you. You might, you might have a choice. He's going to have ball hawks sure. chasing him down the entire day. Stafford's plus 485, I think, if memory serves. All these guys are listed. It's great. Uh, all these guys listen about, will they fumble. And uh, total turnovers in the game, two and a half. Burrow has thrown an interception in the last two games after, I think, going six in a row without turning it over. And we know about Stafford. I mean, he threw one last week, should have thrown two. And then uh, he threw how many? Th- throw one? I don't know. Can't win the Tampa game. Then wasn't asked to do much in the uh, Arizona game. So that, that's interesting, too, with the turnovers, two and a half. I think both quarterbacks will throw an interception. And then it comes down to the they Stafford throw two. Stafford
4: will—he's going to have one in the game. Yeah,
1: I would concur with
4: that. It's just a matter of does he avoid
1: like the play that has haunted him
4: his entire career up to this
1: point? Yeah, throwing it up and the play that almost cost him the game last week. Trying to get lazy, rely on the arm strength, force it in. Right, like the Tart play. Absolutely.
4: How about so. Johnny Avello saying that this is going to be by far and away DraftKings' highest handle ever for a Super Bowl? That makes sense. They've been yeah. around for five years now, whatever. Well, but now they're in more states than ever as well.
1: You could also ask the follow-up: What if it was Bills Packers? Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, that was. Bills, Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Chiefs, Packers. Oh God! Yep. How about this? We brought up
4: uh, circa squares here earlier. You can bet on whichever number that you like: first quarter, second, third, and fourth quarter. And you know how the squares work with the landing spot of the uh, that quarter, obviously. So we brought up maybe the idea of the Rams missing an extra point. So, like the Rams to finish with six, and then what? Yeah. Well, give, me, give me a number on the Bengals.
1: Yeah. Uh, six, uh, six, three, or seven, six. Six three
4: is fifty five to one. Seven six Bengals is uh, sixty to one. Six, 0 Rams is twenty two to one. How about, how about how about nine six Bengals? <laughs> they score a touchdown, miss an extra point kick, a field yeah. goal. Rams score six points. That's
1: two thousand to one. Nine sixes? Nine six well, that's opened right. up two thousand and one. You don't you don't figure to have that many possessions. Well I'd rather I mean if you get I mean if they are scoring possessions. Yeah. I mean But I'd rather have nine six than for example
4: five one is five thousand and one. How is it gonna land five one in the first quarter? Yeah. Fifteen to eleven? Eleven what? 11, five? No. no, that's okay. not happening. Yeah. We're going to get 11 points by one team and a field goal and a safety by the other in the first quarter? Come on. That could be a halftime score, mm. but a first quarter score? So I thought that uh, those squares. Interesting. Mike Palm's going to be on tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we'll run sure. down how popular the squares are. And then, like we talked about earlier, the whole shopping around for MVP numbers, they're going to release some here at Circa, I think, tomorrow. Like again, Donald as low as ten to one, as high as twenty five to one. That's a big difference there. I would Mm -hmm. never consider ten to one. Twenty five to one is like okay, that's that's a nice number on
1: Donald. Well, how about McPherson? Yep. There's a sixty at William Hill. He's one fifty at DraftKings. And he opened up thirty three to one globally. Oh my god. That one spot anyway.
4: Yeah. So again, thirty three to one is not even a consideration. What is no kickers ever won?
1: Is that accurate? I don't think so. I don't think a kicker's ever won, the, award. won the regular. Mosley won the regulars. What the yeah. hell happened that year? Oh, I don't even want the to know. A kicker won the MVP. Is that 82? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. A Early kicker 80s. won an MVP. Yeah. We well, had yeah, like 149 points <laughs> or whatever. <Jeez>. But still. <laughs> uh.
1: This Ray is... Lewis, Dexter Jackson, Larry Brown, Dion Branch, Heinz Ward, Santonio San Holmes, Malcolm Smith, Von Miller. Some of the outliers going back to win Super Bowl MVPs, five of the last seven have been quarterbacks.
4: Yeah, this is again more predictive than anything else. Yeah. But can't you see one of the players, and this would include Stafford, obviously, but can't you see one of the players the Rams picked up along the way as they're going for this all-in, no first-round picks? We're just going to sign and make a quote dream team. Can you see like Von Miller? Hey, we added him, and now look at this. There he is, two sacks and a you know forced fumble. Yeah. Or Beckham. Hey, look at this. Beckham, seven for a buck nineteen and two touchdowns. He's the reason why, you know, thank God he picked the Rams over the Packers. that yeah.
1: kind of a deal? Yep. Yeah. You don't have to do anything exotic either if you're the Rams. I mean, it's just you saw what the Titans did. Getting the nine sacks. Oh, Actually, yeah. 11 if you count uh, what happened on, the, on two other plays. But that's, yeah, you could certainly see that happening. Donald wrecks the game. Miller wrecks the game or they just have a ton of sacks and maybe they hold the Bengals in check. Let me get... Uh...
4: Joe Burrow's rushing yards, because, again, he was scrambling last week. I know.
1: I played him under. I got beat right away. What was the number? Nine, I think. What, okay, nine? Nine, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, he, he had the long run right off the bat. Oh, and then, an, again, yes. again. So did Garoppolo went over. Stafford went over. Did they all Burrow did? went over. Yep. Stafford, right away in the game, yep. took off and scrambled. I, yes.
4: Uh, that was probably one of their 73 first downs they picked up in yep. that, or on third down. Um, but the Burrow rushing, I, I went back and watched a lot of that game. I can't even tell you how big that play was. It's third and seven Bengals deep in their own territory. It's tied at twenty-one. Mm. He scrambles on third and seven to pick up the first down, like out of nowhere, and he got it. He's 11 and a half for rushing yards. And the thought for me is again he's going to be under pressure a lot in this game. Ooh,
1: yeah, Stafford five and a half. But again, yeah, like, I think he'll he'll take off and run. I, I nothing yeah. nothing rattles this kid. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Stafford's done it the last two weeks. Take off and run on third down. Move the chains.
4: Yeah. Oh, by the way, Akers is on the move up. He opened 61.5 that
1: I saw. He's as high as 64.5 yeah. now. Chernoff likes him over. We're going to talk to Chernoff. He likes Akers over. Yes. Oy. He likes alt, uh, alt numbers too. Yep.
4: Akers over. I can give you some alt numbers what they pay. Yeah. Cam Akers 70 plus is plus 104. 80 yards is plus 154. 90 plus 225. 100 yards or more is 310. Plus 310 on Cam Akers. All right, Uh, Jamar Chase alternate yards. Will Chase get 100 yards? Yes, plus 168. Hmm. And Cooper Cup, you want to get nuts? 150 plus yards is plus 320. 100 yards is minus 140. My God! Wow, that's
1: yeah. Look what the prop is. Sure. (laughs) Look at that. 102 and a half and eight and a half receptions. My God. Eight and a half receptions. That guy's 7-1 to one to win the MVP? Right. An average game. So you look at those numbers, an average game will be 9 for 105. Yeah, that's his expected game I mean, right that's there. That's right. That's what he expects to have for the bookmakers. So what if it's 10 for 140 sure. and two scores? I, I. It would be a great way for the voters
4: to put a bow on the whole season and say he's not going to get the regular season award, but this dude the entire year and today absolutely to
1: has him. to win it. That's off to him. That's right. That was a good show today. That was fun. Yeah. No devils till Monday. That's too bad. Yeah, they have At off the break, a break, yeah. yeah? Nothing nothing till Monday for the devils.
4: Loaded again tomorrow uh, with Mike Palm in the studio for a full hour. Good luck with your betting tonight. We'll see
2: you. The Bet River The Bet River The Bet River Sport